Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. On the Total Celebrity segment, I'm excited to welcome the program, Tommy Chong of Cheech and Chong. Tommy, thanks for calling. How are you, man? Hey, I'm very well, thank you. I'm just uh, here testing my Chong's choice. (laughs) I tell you what, Tommy, when you think about when you and Cheech got together, did you think you would become so iconic that you're recognized everywhere when you you first got Uh... together? You know, I had a little, I had a little flash that I was going to be something special. I don't, I never knew what it was going to be, but I knew it was something. Something's coming down the pike that was pretty nice, and here it is. And because you're such a great comedy team, who was more the creative end? You or Cheech, like with writing oh, different stuff? Oh, definitely, definitely both of us. You know. Uh, you couldn't really pick one over the other. It was just a, it was like, uh, saying, you know, what, what was better, the mix or the vodka? And it was the con- combination that made it dynamic. And to this day, it's still the combination, you know, a little bit of cheech, a little bit of chong and a whole lot of money and we're fine. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> when you guys get back together again, is it just simple to get going and just, uh, get back in that comedy scene you work together in different projects? Well, you know, we we did our show under when we were on acid. And so when that happens, we're on LSD. So whatever you do on LSD, that is, is uh, burned into your memory for life. In fact, a few lifetimes. And, uh, and that's what uh, Cheech and I, so no matter how long apart we, we would be, when we get together, it was like it was, uh, you know, just moments instead of years. So it's it's a very special partnership. Wow, that's just that's absolutely amazing when you talk about that, uh, Tommy, and uh, I, for sure. And what would you say was your favorite comedy skit you guys did? My wife loves the one with the teaching in the school with the sister. <laughs> she loves that. Class. Yeah, let's Class. hear it. Come on. That was, uh, well, that's Cheech. Cheech did all the female parts, but he, his shut-up was so legendary because uh, the engineer that was recording it uh, had to get his hearing test after that one because Cheech literally screamed in the mic, shut up, and it deafened him. But uh, anything for comedy, you know, we'll, we'll do anything. Did you but my, my favorite bit... Ahead, yeah, sorry. my Go favorite ahead. bit probably is Dave's not here. Oh Cause, yeah, because that was the yeah that was the first bit we ever did, and and that was when we discovered the dynamics between Cheech and Chong. You know, where I would I would torture Cheech until uh, till it was funny. <laughs> now, one question between you two growing up: Did you guys grow up together? How did you like connect? What's the story of how you guys connected? Oh no, no. No, I I was grown. Both of us were grown when we met. But uh, Cheech was up in Canada. You know, he wasn't dodging the draft. He was really part of a secret army that went up to Canada just in case the Viet Cong attacked from Alaska. You know, so uh, that's what Cheech. We met up there, and I was uh, trying to uh, get a career going down in the states. 
and uh and we just met in vancouver and uh and it was uh, a very cosmic meeting you know he was the first mexican i'd ever seen and uh, i was the first whatever i am that he ever saw and so it was uh that's where we got the doggy bit we kind of circled each other like little dogs sniffing and uh we've been together ever since and and I guess you say the drugs helped you get through different times when maybe you wouldn't have gotten along, right? For sure. <laughs> well, no, no, like I'm saying, yeah, yeah, that's the, the great uh, uh, common denominator. You know, that's why people, you know, uh, the, you don't hoard pot. You, you you share it. You always share it, you know. And, uh, uh, that, yeah, for sure, That's that was the catalyst. Because the acting group that I had going at the time was was really formed uh, under acid. You know, acid was quite the thing back in uh, 1968 when uh, Cheech and I, uh, in 69 when we got together. And uh, yeah, that that really uh, it's a it's a religious experience that once you shared it with. Uh, somebody, it's with you the rest of your life, you know. Oh, my gosh. Well, we're talking to Tommy Chong of Cheech and Chong, and I think that segues right into what we want to talk about, which I, and it's very interesting. I talked to the former governor, Jesse Ventura, about it and different things about medical marijuana. And it's interesting, that whole process of what's coming up with, with, uh, with the Blazers Cup. And it's the second day celebration of the best medical marijuana in California. And the thing that we think about, Tommy, is that there's so many people against the medical. You have so many people fighting to, to not to help people because we know these these medications that people are forced to take because it's their only option because they can't get marijuana is just awful for their bodies. It's it, the side effects are terrible. And it really can cause them to commit suicide or something. So medical marijuana is, is you consider is the answer, isn't it, Tom, for some of these? Uh, oh, absolutely. But, but I just want to add uh, one thing here. Uh, you know, ever watch the Ninja Warrior? Yes. Ever watch that on TV, the Ninja yes. Warrior? Absolutely, yeah. Uh, and, you, and you know the, 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 the path that they have to take in order to qualify, you know, the obstacle yeah. course. Yeah. Well, that's what our that's what our life is like. You know, we're all ninja warriors going through life, and uh, opioids is another uh, pitfall where you know if you lose your grip, you will uh, fall into the pit, and you have to uh, start over again. And uh, marijuana is the opposite. Marijuana is the answer. And so when people evolve point where they have uh, people telling them or they're learning on their own, you know, what's good for their body. And it's not just marijuana, but it's like exercise and, and good food and, and, and not too much of anything, especially alcohol. It, it, people have to evolve to that point where they learn that. And, and that's what's happening in, in, our, in our world today. Is people are learning as as we go, you know, thanks to the cell phone and thanks to the computer, you know, we uh, we have uh, information right at our fingertips. And so now that when people, uh, you know, when you Google marijuana and cancer, for instance, you see all the miracle stories, you know, yes. that uh, where marijuana had really uh, helped the cancer. And so at the Blazers Cup, what we're doing over in San Bernardino on December 2nd and 3rd, we are highlighting all the products, both medical and recreation, by all the local growers and the dispensaries and the people that are in the cannabis industry. We're all gathering together. It's the first of many. And, and it's and it's going to be a celebration of music, uh, uh, pot, and and uh, art. You know, nice. It's it's going to be a nice mix. And the people, you know, because that's 
that's the thing I found out when they legalized marijuana in Colorado. I went to uh, uh, out to uh, a friend of mine's grow, right. and it was a big celebration. And what really uh, got my eye was the lineup getting into the into the venue, and it looked like a group of people coming to Jesus to be healed because they were on crutches, they were in wheelchairs, they were uh, young and old, they were the sick, they were the, the disabled, they were right. the people, the a- addicts, the drug addicts, they were the sick people. And they were exactly. all there lined up to get their, to get their medicine. And, and the medicine happened to be cannabis. And so what we're doing at the Blazers Cup, we're just going to start having those healing sessions and those get-togethers, and they're going to be uh, eventually going to be all over the country. But right now, the only one right now to worry about is the one in San Bernardino on December 2nd and 3rd. Wow. And so you really are trying to honor those people that have done a great job of uh, of, of uh putting the best medical marijuana together and, and helping lots of people. And I see that as a, such an important yeah. part. Explain, Tommy, some of the things that medical marijuana can help. You talked about cancer, especially when they're going through radiation oh. or chemotherapy, like how it helps in a way that's not going to make their body throw up. Like if you're going through chemo well, or... Yeah, yeah well, the, the way marijuana or, or cannabis, as I like to call it, hemp, but cannabis, the way it works on the body is that we have receptors and that will connect with the ingredients of, of the THC in our bodies. And, and the receptors are in the brain. Marijuana affects the brain. And the brain is the control uh, mechanism for the body. And so what it does, it sharpens everything in the brain. It sharpens your reasoning power. It sharpens your uh, healing power. And, and, and that's why writers and, and rappers especially, all the rappers, they're, they're big uh, cannabis users because it, it, it allows them to, to explore, you know, the poetry that's embedded in, in them. And the, the same as the artists, you know, the oil painters or the sculptors or the, anybody that connects with the spirit you know the spirit of god you know right. that's what marijuana does it, it connects you right right to the spirit right to the source which starts in the brain the brain it, it really uh, if you can control your brain you can control the universe you know right and so what what marijuana does it, it acts ever in the brain now if you're uh, you know a genius uh, piano player then you'll be a better genius piano player but if you're say a homeless beggar then you will be a happy homeless beggar you know it just enhances what's what's ever going on with you at the time and the way it works on diseases is that uh, it's the brain can like ms for instance multiple sclerosis it's right. uh, it's a product of, of the nervous system gone haywire and so marijuana cannabis calms the, that, that central area of the brain that controls your nervous systems. And that, that enables uh, people that are suffering from MS or Alzheimer's or any, any kind of neurological uh, disorder, Parkinson's, then the marijuana has the ability. You, you know how they, they used to talk about, you know, uh, marijuana makes you forget. You know, yeah. you forget your car keys, you forget where you're going, you forget what you're saying. Well, that's a very important part of healing because you have to reprogram the brain. You have to reboot the brain, and that's what marijuana does. And and so and, and huge doses uh, really, really affects the brain uh, on multiple levels. And so uh, people that – and once you affect the brain, you affect the, your 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 uh, immune system, because the immune system is everything is controlled by the brain, and and the immune once the immune system gets gets rebooted, it starts working, and so you will lose uh, it'll kill cancer cells, it, it will wow. uh, it will do all sorts of miracles, 
uh, it'll help people with epilepsy. And so, oh, my. It, yeah, I mean, it goes on and on. And what it does to, say, healthy people, it gives them a clear mind, you know, because if, say, you want to diet and you're having a hard time uh, losing weight, well, then, yeah, smoking pot will give you the munchies, okay, but your brain will tell you what uh, to eat, <laughs> you know, what munchies are healthy and what, what, what are not. And yes. in, instead of, like, alcohol shuts off the brain, uh, right. uh, marijuana activates the brain. That's, that's the biggest difference. And you feel relaxed, you feel chill, you feel cool, and and it's something that is it's not shown those adverse effects that we talk about with other drugs or alcohol out there uh, in the system and how it hurts and, the, and it hurts the system. And that's where you're out there as a huge proponent. Very good. So again, December 2nd and December 3rd in San Bernardino will be the Blazers Cup. Tommy, is there any information where we can find info on the Blazers Cup? Where can we go for that? Yeah, there's all sorts of uh, there's all sorts of uh, Tommy Chong, uh, 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 you know, internet sites. BlazersCup.com uh, is up. In fact, you can buy your tickets, you know, uh, right on on the computer there. You know, you swipe up and, or you uh, connect up, and uh, it's right there. Go to BlazersCup.com uh, and. Tommy Chong's Blazers Cup, and, and, and you'll get it. We're back to the Neil Haley Show on the Total Celebrity mm-hmm. segment, and I'm really excited about my guests today uh, from Pentatonix. How are you guys? Thanks for calling. Hi. And uh, you. you got to be really excited about this Christmas event coming up on NBC. It's uh, It's got to be a fun, fun time for you guys, isn't it, Scott? Yes, yeah. It's called a very Pentatonix Christmas. It's going to be on NBC November 27th, and we are um, really excited about it. It's our second Christmas special. Uh, we have some amazing guests. We're singing some uh, classic Christmas songs, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And Mitch, is that is this time of year, does that make you excited, especially to kind of get the positive vibes going after there's so much negativity in this world, especially with this 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 show oh, and stuff? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. Um, I I mean, I think it's a great way to kind of escape. Whatever it is you need to escape for just a little bit and just uh, spread some Christmas cheer. We're definitely excited. Absolutely. How about yourself, Kevin? Same thing? Oh, exactly the same thing. I'm, I'm really excited for one of the performances that we had. We did um, Imagine on the, on the special, and I think it's just super important to us because, you know, just no matter, you know, who you are or what background you come from, we all can come together and make something truly beautiful. And I, I think that's just something that we really want to promote during Christmas time. Absolutely, and anyone can answer because it it's so tough with all four of you here. So just just go for it on, on certain questions. Uh, yes, and and uh, what, what what do you think is your favorite song on your Christmas album? Tell us which song you think is your favorite on the Christmas album, and each one of you probably has uh, a different one. Christmas. Yeah, yeah, probably uh, collectively as a group, I would say Hallelujah. I mean that that uh, song just did really well for us, and it's it's really emotional and special, and um, and yeah, I think that we all love it. Yeah, so. Uh, mutually, all of you like the same song. That's pretty impressive. That's a great group you guys have, for sure, if you mutually like. Yeah, we're usually on the same page. You are on the, on the, on the same page. And then for, for an event like on NBC, this has got to be such something that, you know, the preparation to film for this and, and, to, and to perform, it's got to be amazing for where your career started to now where you are. Wouldn't you agree? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I think that we've been we've had to watch the Christmas special a couple of times, and I thought that every time I'm like, I can't believe this is where we're at. This is yeah. our special, and it's so like grand and beautiful looking. And I just remember being like, I remember taking a video on an iPad and uploading it to YouTube, and now this is where we're at. The the contrast is crazy. Yeah. So talk about those days. That would be interesting when you were just uploading things to YouTube before you guys made it. Tell us about that story and all that. That's got to be. Some, I mean, it was. <laughs> It, it was definitely an experience. It's been a journey for sure, um, but it, it it was fun. We just worked really hard. We loved what we did. We still love what we do, um, and yeah, we all had and we had this crazy energy. We were getting together every day, making the next song, the next arrangement. We were just so determined. Um, it was a wild time. We've yeah. definitely grown a lot as people and musicians. Uh, it's weird to think back on. Well, I definitely think that. And I'm sure you guys have lots of memories when you sing some of these songs on your Christmas album of your days of, of, of remembering Christmases, right? Of pa- of the past when you're singing oh, yeah. some of the songs. Yeah. 
Yeah, we all grew up listening to Christmas albums, our favorite Christmas albums, and watching Christmas specials. I mean, those were the soundtracks to our Christmas. So now that we get to provide that for families, um, it's, it's really cool for us. Absolutely, for sure. And uh, any thoughts on the Grammys Anyone, uh, and winning that? It's got to be just phenomenal to have that, right? Yeah, that's the ultimate oh, dream yeah. of any musician. We never thought we would even, I mean, sell a thousand albums. So yeah. to have won three Grammys uh, is, is really cool. And that is the dream. It's like the most respected award show. Um, and so, yeah, we're just very grateful. And to be part of this for this Christmas special, with such talented people also with you uh, as guest appearances, that's got to be awesome for you guys as well, to the people that are going to be it's here. It's very yeah. exciting. Yeah, the lineup is so great this year. Yeah, we have Jennifer Hudson, and um, we have Kermit the Frog, Brett Eldridge, Jay Leno, Howie Mandel, Darcy Lynn Farmer, and, and everyone's just so talented and was so professional and kind and um, made the experience really amazing. So how many of you are fans of Kermit? I'm a huge fan of the Muppets growing up, for sure. Big oh. fans of Kermit. Huge fans. We were very excited to meet him. Filming our little skit with him was hilarious. We couldn't even get through a take. We were laughing so hard. He was being just the best. <laughs> and then you say to yourself, wow, i got to pinch myself with the people I'm with for this Christmas special. And and, and, the, and what's awesome, awesome is that you guys, it's going to air twice. It's not just going to be on once. It's going to be on first Monday, November 27th at 10 p.m. And then the encore will be Wednesday, December 6th. Uh, so that's awesome to yeah, have yeah. air twice so that people that missed the first uh, running will get to r- watch the second. Yeah, getting lots of eyes on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, what would you say was your greatest memory of of this shoot of doing this of, of doing this Christmas special? Anyone want to share that? Honestly, probably the Kermit part. Of it. <laughs> that was so much fun, and I literally like just we were just dying laughing. Yeah, the collabs are really amazing too. The people yeah. were just yeah. like superb. It was just like crazy to be sharing the stage with them. It's amazing. I think a really cool moment was in rehearsal. We were rehearsing with Jennifer Hudson. And I was just kind of thinking she would mark it, save her voice, but she just belted out the yeah. song the first time we rehearsed it with her. I just remember my heart was, like, beating so fast. I was, like, thrilled. It was, that was a really cool experience. How much did you learn from, like, getting to work with stars like Jennifer? That's, that's what's great about being an artist is collaborating with other people and learning some of their techniques and styles and, and sound, right? Wouldn't you guys agree? Yeah, I mean, they just set really amazing examples for aspiring artists. They're so professional, so great to work with, obviously very talented. It was inspiring. Yeah, it's, it's funny because when you see, like, Dolly Parton or Kelly Clarkson or Jennifer Hudson performing on every single show or always, they're always everywhere, you understand why when you meet them because they're kind to everyone around them, they're professional, they're on time, and they work really hard. And I, I think that, uh, that with seeing that and being able to work with people like that has inspired us to do the same. And that's a recommendation you probably would give uh, aspiring artists, wouldn't you? To really work with other people that, oh, and yeah. learn from them. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's tremendous. Okay, so we're, first of all, let's go ahead and where can we pick up your Christmas album right now? The, the latest Christmas album. Where can we oh, go, can guys? Get it. We can get it anywhere. You can get it in um, stores everywhere, Barnes & Noble, Walmart, Target, anywhere. And then online, iTunes, Amazon, Apple Music, Google Play, Spotify. We have really put it everywhere. <laughs> exactly. And you guys are all connected on social media, right? To go, best places to go for social media and stuff. Where can we go for that too? Yep. Uh, Twitter and Instagram is PTX Official. All right. Well, fantastic, guys. We, everyone needs to tune in Monday, November 27th at 10 p.m. Uh, uh, on NBC. Thanks for calling and uh, have a happy holidays to all of you. Take care. Thanks for taking the time. Of course. You Merry too. Christmas, happy nice holidays. To you. All right. Take care. Thanks. Appreciate it. Okay. See you later. All right, bye-bye. You're listening to Neil Haley's show, and we'll be back in just a moment. We're back to Neil Haley's show in the Total Celebrity segment. I'm excited to welcome the program celebrity Jermaine Dupree of the rap game on Lifetime. Jermaine, how are you doing? And uh, I know you're excited about this season, another unbelievable season. you got to be ex- excited about the success of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't even believe that we have seasons four, so I'm definitely excited. Absolutely, and I know on November 24th they're going to have a marathon of shows kind of replaying some of the other shows as well so people can reminisce of uh, some of the other contestants and uh, some of the stars that came out of this show, right? 
Yeah, 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 definitely. I mean, you know, just you, it's interesting. I need people to watch and just see, like, how the show, you know, you have people just move from, like, going from, like, not really doing too much as a, as a hustle and then the hustle that they get from being on a rap game. You know, it's pretty amazing. Absolutely. And being on that on that show. And what do you think it is? It's because of people like yourself that are able to see that raw talent and, and help develop it throughout the show. Do you think that's a big part of what you do? Yeah. 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 I mean, that's, that's the thing. It's like, you gotta, you get opportunity. Like a lot of people, like they don't know the talent when they first see it. So if you sit there and watch the whole show, you can actually watch that talent develop and develop into something. You'd be like, Oh wow. Okay. I get it. I see what this show is. Absolutely. And when you think about the talent and the rap and rap and all this different stuff and it's how it's developed from the days of the 80s all the way on, some of these contestants that are on part of the show, participants, do they really know the history of rap? I think that's something big, Jermaine, that you want them to know, right? For them to understand the, yeah, the yeah, history. Yeah, I, mean, I think yeah. it's important. Yeah. Yeah, you have to. I mean, hip-hop has such a legacy, and it's such great people that's come for hip-hop. To not know about it is, is you're shooting yourself in the foot. And these young people today, trust me, they do shoot themselves in the foot, right? They All they do is stream Netflix, and they don't really watch different shows that you and I grew up watching and things like that. And it's hard sometimes in that connection to get them to understand hip-hop and understand the, where it came from. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you definitely... Yeah, I mean, you know, I know me. I used to soak up everything. I, it's kind of crazy to me that these kids don't do it. But I think, I think the internet is helping, you know, more and more kids go back and pay attention to things that they didn't see. What do you think is the next type of rapper you're looking for? What What are you looking for, especially when there's been so much out there and some people go ahead and, and take some of the other artists from years ago style, but how do you kind of see what the next style of of hip-hop star you want, you're looking for? I mean, like I said, the fans, the fans, I, I pay attention to the fans a lot, pay attention to, and I look at it, look at what's out there, you know what I mean? Look at what, what, what lanes are full and what, what needs to be put in place. And, you know, younger rap definitely needs to be out there um, because the younger kids don't have anything that they can listen to. You know, it used to be ba- boy bands and this, that, and the third. It's not even no boy bands for these young girls and young kids to listen to. So younger rap is definitely a space for that. So it's just really just, just finding finding that niche and trying to put that artist into that, that spot. And how do you cast them? What is the? Are you looking at how they have how many followers they have, or how they're getting out there organically as as a, as a a want to be yeah, yeah, rapper? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, not to cut you off. I think yeah, yeah, not to cut you off. Yeah, I'm paying attention to them being, you know, what their organic drive is and how they're on the internet pushing themselves and if they're engaging with the fans that they have at that time, if, you know, um, all of those things. The numbers don't really matter because it's the activity, you know, there's a lot of people that's doing a lot of activity on Instagram and social media that, and they don't, their numbers haven't reflected that, but they are putting that work in. So it's about the, it's actually about the work. It's the work, how they're, how they're building a brand. Right. And then that process, Jermaine, you're building a brand. You're saying, okay, here's what I see. And then from the talented people like yourself and Queen Latifah and other guest rap artists who come on, this this gives them a great opportunity to get really a lot of advice that if they were on their own, like yourself, when you started, it wasn't like that. Right. You weren't getting that kind of advice. It was was survival of the fittest. Yeah. one of a kind, you know. Um, I tell people all the time, even if, if you don't win, you already won by coming to the show. You know what I mean? You won by getting an opportunity to come here because you meet so many people and you get this hustle that you were, that you that you never had before. You leave here with a mindset that you didn't have before. So it's, it's, it's a win-win period. Absolutely. And what do you, th- do you like working with Queen Latifah in this fourth season and working with her and uh, seeing yeah, how yeah, you guys I mean, work? I think, yeah. I think a great great person that understands hip hop and 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 pop america you know what i mean i think that you have to be able to understand both sides and her coming in as a hip hop artist and becoming a movie star that she is and just being come the big person that she is the big big queen you know it's like you know it's hard to not like working with the queen and it's awesome she is also a producer right that helps i mean on the tv game and understanding yeah, 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 shows exactly. yeah 
Yeah. Awesome. Well, Jermaine, where's the best place again? Everyone needs to tune in November 24th all day to watch the rap game on Lifetime. But where can we yes. fo- where can we find information on you, follow you, and where can we go? Um, just like, you know, you can hit me up, you know, Jermaine Dupree on everything social media. Um, make sure you follow the rap game. Make sure you follow uh, Queen Latifah. Make sure you follow everything. Make sure you just keep up with everything that's going on. All right, Jermaine. Thanks for calling. Best of luck and uh, have a nice Thanksgiving and best of luck with the show, man. All right, thank you. All right, take care. Bye-bye. You're listening to Neil Haley's show, and we'll be back in just a moment. We're back to the Neil Haley show on the Total Celebrity segment, and I'm excited to welcome the program Dr. Henry Louis Gates Jr. Uh, this is the fourth season of Finding Your Roots on PBS. Dr. Gates, thanks for calling. How are you? Well, I'm fine, Neil. Um, I love the fact that you're in Pittsburgh because I grew up near Morgantown. I grew up halfway between Pittsburgh and Washington and Piedmont, West Virginia, which is on the Potomac and the Allegheny Mountains. And my brother went to WVU. Really? Oh, um, wow. We love beating Pitt. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I used, I used to go to Forbes Field to see, I saw Roberto Clemente. Uh, wow. Uh, Drysdale, Koufax, Pitch, Willie Mays. So I love Pittsburgh. And uh, I'm a huge fan of, of Pittsburgh. So thanks for having me on the show. Oh, absolutely, uh, Dr. Gates. That's so cool. Such a cool connection talking about the Pirates and seeing Clemente and all that stuff. But we're not going to talk about the West Virginia thing, okay, Dr. Gates? Uh, you know, Pitt and West Virginia. I'm a, I'm a Pitt guy. My mom graduated from Pitt, and we're Pitt fans. But it, it is what it is for sure. Well, your show you got to be so excited about the success of it because taking your view as an educator and going back ancestry wise, a lot different than maybe some of the other shows that are out there. It really brings that education piece that you bring to the table with your expertise. I feel. Oh, thank you. And that's what my goal is, man. You couldn't give me a higher, you could not have given me a higher compliment than that because I'm trying to make history come alive by telling the uh, story of a person's ancestors in the context of that history. And we also, conversely, make your family history come alive by putting it in the context of American history and world history. And then when you add the spice of DNA analysis, you have the perfect blend. And it's all about storytelling. So we spend a lot of time analyzing a person's ancestors, and then we pick the most riveting or compelling stories, because you have so many ancestors. People tend to think that you only have, um, you know, two grandparents or four great-grandparents. You, it, your number of ancestors doubles each generation. So you actually have 64 fourth-great-grandparents, 32 third-great-grandparents on down. So that doing all that research, we are bound to find interesting stories. And then when you add the DNA, wow, it's... Um, a slam dunk. Tonight, the, the Tuesday's episode features Taya Leone and Gabby Hoffman. And this is the biggest um, story that we've ever done because Taya Leone's mother, and you know Taya, yes, the star yes. of, of Madam Secretary, right? Yes. Her mother, Emily Ann Patterson, was adopted as a six-week-old baby, never learned the names of her biological parents. So Taya came to us hoping to have this mystery solved, like many uh, children of adoptees. And it's a real long shot. It is extraordinarily difficult. But because of DNA analysis, it's a possibility. And we have this genius genetic uh, genetic genealogist on our staff. Her name is Cece Moore. And she compared Emily's DNA to the DNA of over 6 million people in multiple DNA databases. Oh, my gosh. Because the logic works like this. If two people share a significant amount of DNA, that means that they share a common ancestor or ancestral couple. And as CDC identified matches for Taya's mother, Emily, she built out family trees for each of them, trying to find these common shared ancestors. It took months, and eventually CC narrowed the maternal candidates down to a set of sisters named Irene and Abilene Gindrat. And Abilene's daughter, we contacted her. She agreed to take a DNA test. The results, slam dunk, proved that Abilene is Emily's mother and Taya's biological grandmother. And then, as if that wasn't enough, oh she used the same process and found Emily's biological father, a man named Sumter 
Daniel. Oh, you're and sons kidding. of Daniel wow. was descended from John O'Daniel, who was um, the landowner and the next door neighbor to George Washington. And when we tell Taylor Leone this, we show her her um, pictures of her her mother and father. She just wept like a bit. It's one of the most moving things that I have ever seen on television. And I hope you and all your listeners be watching as we um, uncover the roots of Taylor Leone and Gabby Hoffman on Tuesday night. On Tuesday night. Wow. I tell you what, everyone needs to definitely tune in Tuesday night. And and Dr. Gates, what's amazing, I, I, you talked about you know the history perspective of all this and all this stuff. You really take experts, you put it together, but then you break it down as an educator. You're able to break down what's happening as you explained to us what we need to tune in Tuesday night. And throughout the season, that's what the expectation you're going to get to see, right? Dr. Gates, is, is, uh, as, as every season has been, where you take certain well-known people that are going, you're searching their answers, and then you're giving that historical background, the other different types of a background that sometimes cannot be explained by a non-educator. I'm a former teacher myself, Dr. Gates, and uh, I understand when teachers explain things much better sometimes than just an average person that's an expert in that area. Yes, that's what my goal is. I'm a storyteller. Yeah, you are. Our goal is to show you how interesting history is by inserting your ancestors and therefore yourself in the historical narrative. For, for example, in my case, they, uh, the, our Cracker Jack genealogist under the direction of Johnny Cerny out in Provo, Utah, traced my family tree. And they found out, to my amazement, that my fourth great-grandfather, a free black man who lived near Moorefield, West Virginia, which is, you know, 18 miles right. from Piedmont, this is halfway between Pittsburgh and Washington, actually fought in the American Revolution. He was in the Continental Army. No, you're kidding me. So wow. I'm a son of the American Revolution, and so is my brother. I can, can you imagine how that would change my relationship to uh, colonial history and studying about the American Revolution? And that would you or anybody. Um, the same thing with uh, Ted Danson. You remember Cheers? Yes, yes. Ted Danson's ninth great grandmother was Anne Hutchinson, oh. the Puritan dissident, um, and who got kicked out because she uh, claimed that women had the right to preach, <laughs> just like men, and that um, she could talk to God just like men could. He had no idea. And I used to think only black people had lost their roots because of slavery, but. Nobody knows anything about their ancestors going back very far, unless you have an aunt or uncle, you know, who is a, a genealogy addict. <laughs> so even if you get the raw data, uh, it doesn't come to life until someone makes a story about it. So you're absolutely right. What my goal is, is to change our Americans' relationship to American history and world history by inserting individuals related to prominent people. And I think that's the key to our success. Absolutely, Dr. Gates. Where's the best place we can find information on you? Everyone needs to tune in 8 p.m. Tuesday night. But where can we find information on you and stuff, Dr. Gates? Where can we go? Oh, go to pbs.org and just type in uh, Finding Your Roots, and we have our whole website, and including a curriculum that we're developing with my colleague Nini Oblonsky down at Penn State um, uh, to uh, change the way we teach science and history to middle school kids by showing them how to trace their family tree, how to do their genealogy, and how to analyze their DNA to find their admixture and to find out where their ancestors came from. And you know why it's such a successful curriculum? It's because it deals with your favorite subject. Yes. What's everyone's favorite subject yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dr. Gates, you're doing some amazing work. Keep up the great work and uh, in your teaching and your show. And uh, thanks again for calling. I appreciate it. Thank you, Neil. Take care, my brother. See ya. Take care. You too. All right. See you later. All right. You're listening to Neil Haley's show. We'll be back in just a moment. We're back to the Neil Haley Show on the Total Celebrity segment. I'm excited to welcome the program Soraya McNeil of Fox TV's Empire. Soraya, how are you? And thanks for calling. I'm great. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Let's kind of just jump right specifically into this opportunity you got on Empire. It must have been just amazing when you auditioned and, and got a part to be on the show, right? 
Yes, yes. Uh, biggest audition I've had, um, you know, back, you know, a couple of years ago. So I was, I was really, really nervous and I was really, really um, excited. Exactly. It's that it's that kind of thing uh, where you get that opportunity, and then when you get the part, yes. And what because you're also a singer, it's just a it's a perfect fit for you, right? Because you can you have a platform for your music and also your acting. You can do both. Not always when you audition for something, you get the opportunity to do both of your passions, right? It's so so true. Um, we get to do both on the show, and I know for a couple of years, I think first and second season, people are still like. Do you guys really sing? I'm like, yes, we do. So, um, so yes, yes, indeed. Um, it's really cool to be able to do both. Absolutely. At the end of the interview, we will play a little part of your um, of one of your songs. So that's really a cool part of uh, the process is say, listen to your music and your passion for sure. And you like the fact that yeah. other people on Empire. Are artists as well, Soraya, right? So that they are singers as well. So you kind of connect with them and have some other things in common on set as well, right? With some of the talented people that you work with. Yes, that's true. Right. Awesome. Tell us about your character, Soraya, and tell us what what, um, what should we what should we expect next? Um, my character is kind of just going on her. Uh, She's going on her, doing her own thing and kind of just focusing on her music now that Hakeem made her mad. So um, she's definitely uh, back on the grind and uh, she's she's a tough girl. And I think that she knows what she wants. I mean, besides always going back and forth with Hakeem, <laughs> with her career, she definitely knows, knows what she wants. So that's what I admire about her. Interesting. And uh, is that a kind of character you've played before or is it is it kind of reminding you of yourself in ways? Uh, never before, actually. And I was really nervous to do uh, to play Tiana, especially because I have so much family watching me every Wednesday. <laughs> but um, uh, she's definitely gave me a lot of confidence. But she's so confident. So um, uh, I really enjoy playing her. And you wouldn't say, and you wouldn't say you're that confident and compared to her. Like you're more quiet and shy, correct? Offset and stuff. And if you're not performing, you know what? I'm confident, but I'm definitely more shy than she is. Uh, she's, uh, you know, a little bit more outspoken than I am. Uh, but um, you know what? Like performing, you know, every week and. All that kind of stuff definitely gave me a lot, of, a lot more confidence and kind of just preparation for what I really want to do. So I'm thankful for the whole opportunity. Well, and that's the the important part. And like you said, all your friends and family are watching because of how great Empire is. So that's got to be a cool thing. You have to have a double take yeah. when you walk down the street, right? When people recognize you at, from getting this uh, opportunity, you're like, oh, oh my yeah. gosh, it's that's it's fun. crazy, isn't it crazy? It's so crazy. Like the other day, I went out with, um, you know, my uncle, and 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 uh, he's only three years older than me. But um, so we went out with some of his friends and stuff like that because I'm up visiting some family for the holidays, and uh, it was just so crazy to see everyone. You know, a lot of the girls mainly want to go out to places, kind of like, oh my god, oh my god, and you know, my family's. All my family's not used to that, so they're like, "What the heck?" <laughs> it's just funny to see everyone's reaction at the same time, like the fans, and then like, you know, my friends or family. So it's it's still shocking for for them. And if you continue to be on the show and the show continues to be bigger, before you know it, you're not going to be able to go anywhere. So get used to still being able to live <laughs> live a life. If anything else comes out, especially with your music or right. something, it's over, so right? True. It's it's over for sure. And that's <laughs> and and that's what you get the price of fame, right? That's the price of fame for sure. Right. And exactly. <laughs> you're, you're, you're eating lunch or dinner or breakfast, and someone comes up and say, "Aren't you this person?" And you're like, "Okay, well." And it's just it's just something that you have to deal with, and that's the, the part of life, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, this so, true. so um, <laughs> coming up this week, any can you give us any uh, previews of what what to expect on the next uh, Empire 
can you for your fans? Anything? A little clue? Um, nothing or just? <laughs> um, definitely a lot more Lucius going on, and um, you know he's back, so he's back in his normal Lucius stuff. Um, and Tiana just doing music and having more music moments. Wow, fantastic, fantastic. So, um, and your music, yeah. so people, your music's available now, right? People can also pick up and listen to your music right now. Isn't that tr- true? Yes, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah, it's on Spotify and Apple, um, and the, the videos on YouTube. Um, and, um, yeah, it's pretty much everywhere. <laughs> All right. And best place we can follow you on social media and connect with you. Where can we go? My Instagram is Saraya, S-E-R-A-Y-A-H, and my Twitter is Saraya, and my Snapchat is Saraya Love, L-O-V-E. All right, best of luck on Empire and your music. Thanks for coming on the show. Have a nice Thanksgiving, and thanks for calling. Appreciate it. Thank you. You too. Take care. Bye-bye. You're listening to Neil Haley's show, and we'll be back in just a moment. We're back to the Neil Haley Show on the Total Celebrity segment. I'm excited to welcome the program from E, Aaron Lim. Aaron, thanks for calling. And the AMAs last night were phenomenal. And there's so much to talk about and not a lot of time to talk about it, right? Because of just all the things that happened last night. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. uh, Well, thanks for having me. And you want to talk about all the things that happened last night? There's not enough time. Like you said, (laughs) we can talk about the highlights. Yes, exactly. So what did you what did you take out of that night? Just tell us, yeah. Um, you know, I thought it was such an entertaining uh, show through and through. I mean, everything from Pink scaling that building, giving an epic performance sideways. I thought that was phenomenal. I thought Tracy Ellis Ross was such a fabulous host. I mean, so many gorgeous outfit changes. I loved all the other performances from Shawn Mendes to Haley Steinfeld to Christina giving that tribute to the bodyguard in Whitney Houston, a beautiful medley of those songs. Um, and then Diana Ross at the end, she's 73 years old and still kicking with an, with a voice that is so clear and angelic. And she still has the energy to dance up there. I thought that was a great way to close out the show. So, uh, I loved it. I was smiling the whole time. And that's just part of the highlights because there were so many different things. So many people won that uh, it, 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 you just put your major things and said, hey, this is what I like the most. Now talk about Christina Aguilera's performance. Uh, some people, it, it's, uh, you know, you're getting a lot of good. It's great to honor Whitney Houston. But what what did you take so much out of it from hearing and talking to other people, other celebrities after the event and things like that about Christina's performance? So I thought everyone, I mean, everyone really enjoyed Christina, and I think there's no better person to be singing that. She's got such a beautiful voice. A lot of people were buzzing about the fact that Pink might have been scowling during the performance because she was making this face. And uh, you know what? I, I was watching, and I did see that shot of Pink, and I, my first reaction was, oh, gosh, is she does she not like the performance? But then they would cut back to her, and it's like, okay, she was – really emotional and I think that she was she was tearing up and even Pink later said you know I was not cringing I you know I was just enjoying it I was tearing um it's about Whitney so you know back off you um negative Nancy's she said something of that extent on Twitter um so I I I don't think that she was actually bashing the performance while she was reacting with the face she made. I think that was just all of her emotions coming to her face. So, um, but otherwise, I think everyone really enjoyed it. People were singing and dancing. So it was good. Were there any surprises for winners last night, in your opinion? That won last um, night? Yeah. I thought everyone who won should have won. Everyone who won should have won. The big surprise was when Keith Urban went up and then Catherine Hart was like, wait, so we're winning country, 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 male country artists. So I thought that was really, really cute and fun. He just took home three AMAs in that moment. Um, I thought that was great. But, yeah, I, I was really happy with, with the winners and no real big surprises for me. Yeah. 
And one thing that was really interesting that I, when I was listening to the report, is that basically there was not lots of political stances last night. It was really a, a performance about the artists. And I think that's what the uh, moving forward might be the best bet for everyone. You know, is just really just enjoy this time, enjoy winning, and and you know there are lots of bad things going on, but let's just let's stick to. Uh, the what 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 brought us here and that's what there was not a lot of controversy last night was there and maybe it could have been exactly and i yeah and i think that it was it was better that way you know there weren't any cringeworthy moments just for the sake of being cringeworthy or there weren't people making comments that made anyone feel uncomfortable it's about the music and the thing about music is that it brings people together and, um, you know, at, at the top of the show, there was that heartfelt speech by Jamie Foxx honoring the first responders and then that performance with Pink and Kelly Clarkson of Everybody Hurts. And, you know, it, it's, a, it's music that, that our nation needed at this, with so many natural disasters and, things, and tragedies that have occurred throughout the year. So, you know, we all put those comments that we have to rest and everyone was just celebrating the music and the artists and it made for a fun um, show. It sounds like it was definitely a fun show. And now all the coverage that's coming on E! right now, so people can check out this coverage, right, to find out all the ins and outs. Because I said we don't have enough time, Aaron, to cover everything that's happened at the AMAs. But people, right. yeah, what, what can they do right now? So there's a live from E! And uh, that's 11.30 our time. So whatever time that is on your coast, uh, 11.30 a.m. And then we have E! News. That's 7 and 11. And, of course, there's my show, The Rundown, on Snapchat. And that's Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Snapchat Discover. You'll find E! News, The Rundown, and you'll see me there. Isn't that amazing how the platforms now, Aaron, that you could be seen? It's just, it's just amazing. And you talk about Snapchat, and this is where you're going to be broadcasting, but so many people will be watching. It's just, it's just a phenomenal thing of how, right. and you get news right when you want it, right? Especially when people will say, oh, I really want to know what's happening with Christina Aguilera's performance. Well, you know what happened from talking to different celebrities. I want to know the ins and outs of the performances. I missed, I didn't stay up all night. Well, you could just go online right now to E! News and you can find all that information. And that's fantastic, Aaron. And that's the kind of stuff, getting news now, not waiting, right? Exactly. Or, or speculate. Exactly. Because, you know, yeah, news is something that's insatiable, and, you know, it's at our fingertips these days, so why not use it? All right, Aaron, best place we can follow you on. Give us uh, some of the social media sites we can follow you on, Aaron. Yeah, so you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, or on Snapchat at Aaron Lim Official. Um, yeah, that's all the same. So I'm Aaron Lim Official on all platforms. Give me a holler, tweet me, DM me, whatever, snap me. I'm available. You got to be exhausted, right, Aaron? After this radio tour and all the different media, you're going to be exhausted by Tuesday, right, after all this coverage. This is the, those big events, right, for sure. All right. Yes, I'm, I'm in need of this holiday break. All right, rest up, Aaron. Have a nice Thanksgiving, and thanks for coming on the show. I appreciate it. Thank right. you. Have a good one. You take care. Bye-bye. You're listening to Neil Haley's show, and we'll be back in just a moment. We're back. The Total Celebrity Show, powered by uh, uh, Neil Haley, and I'm excited to welcome the program. Celebrity handicapper Brandon Lang. Brandon, thanks for calling. And uh, this is going to be an interesting week, uh, especially what you saw with the Steelers Thursday night. Do you think that's a flash in the pan? Do you think it's just because of the Thursday night schedule that they blew them out? or Because it really favors the home team, doesn't it, on Thursday night? Well, I had them. Um, I used them pretty big uh, last Thursday. Uh, Tennessee, I guess, the, the last six games Tennessee had played, every team had a losing record. Um, so their schedule wasn't all that great. People getting hyped about them. And it was kind of teed up. You know, it's not a fluke. Pittsburgh, they're so talented offensively that it's just a matter of time before they put it all together with with Brown and Bryant and Bell and Schuster. Uh, offensive line is playing great. Right, exactly, real yeah. Test for them four, you know, real test for them is four weeks away when they host New England, and that will give you a better idea of exactly uh, where they're at. Probably a preview of what the FC Championship game is going to be. So, uh, no fluke. They look like they're getting it together. 
and uh, and you know we'll see. It'll be 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 exciting to see. Well, it definitely seems like it'll be exciting to see, Brandon, and we'll have to we'll have to wait and see attitude for sure. But against Green Bay, thirteen and a half points is so many points. Are you thinking the Steelers can win more more than thirteen and a half? The Baltimore Ravens can go into Green Bay and shut them out. Sometimes you have to take the number and throw it out the window and just ask yourself what the final score is going to be. Sometimes in this business, you can't let the number dictate to what you're going to do. Just close your eyes and say, what do you see the final score being? And that's kind of where you're at, because when you look at Pittsburgh, if you just close your eyes and forget the fact they're laying seven and a half against the Titans, your final score is 40-17. You won by 23. Right, okay. Um, you close your eyes, look at Minnesota, 26-9, you won by 17. Um, the only really poor performance that they've had at home this year um, was against Greg Jacksonville. Close your eyes, they beat Cincinnati. 29-14. They win by 15. So if Hundley had problems against Baltimore's defense in Green Bay, um, he's going to have problems here against the Steelers. So they should name whatever they want this final to be. They can beat them just as badly as they beat Tennessee. But at the end of the day, the right side of the game is the Pittsburgh Steelers. So in looking at those points, when the Steelers play a team that's not very good, but it's Sunday night, so there's so many different things. I just I, I I can't, Brandon. I've seen when the Steelers play a poor poor team. Tennessee came in as a pretty good team. The Steelers only play up against teams that they really think they can beat, that, that they want to beat, that, that are really talented. This team comes in like dying. The Steelers could just lay an egg half the game and just win by seven. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'm ever going to get to Pittsburgh to collect on the expensive dinner and four bottles of wine that you, you that we're probably going to have at dinner. It's probably it's, it's going to be probably a probably an eight hundred dollar day for you when it's all said and done. Do you want to roll another bottle of wine? No, I don't think so. Give you no, no, no way. I would not take that chance. <laughs> I, I just I'm not going to lay it uh, this week. All right, so let's go to another game. So you say it's going to happen. I think it's probably going to happen. But again, the Steelers and their history against bad teams—they just don't play well. And uh, so we'll wait and see. All right. So what else? Uh, what other picks do you have for this week, Brandon? Um. I think the Rams bounce back at home over New Orleans. Um, again, watching Washington go up and down the field on the Saints defense, um, Washington probably should have won that game as a nine-point dog. I'd be inclined to take them in this spot, uh, minus the two-and-a-half, to come back home. Um, a- another game, it does not matter what the line is. The New England Patriots will beat the Miami Dolphins by 40 points on Sunday. That's going to be as ugly as any game we see. That could be 52 on the board, you got to understand the Ravens beat them 41 right, nothing in right. Baltimore. Um, th- it, this could be as ugly as any game we see all year. Uh, New England could put up 50 on them. They, that number should be 24 points, not 16 and a half. And it's not going to matter. You just beat the Raiders 33 to eight. You just beat a, a better Raiders team literally by 25. It's not going to matter. That is a lamb being led to the slaughter in New England on Sunday. All right. So those are the picks. Best place to go, BrandonLang.com, right? For sure, for all the picks. That's it. Got a nice bankroll going in the heart of football season. Uh, Gave it back a little profits last week. But overall, um, you're winning October, winning November. Last 30 days, a $10 better is up close to four grand. So, Doing my job over there, as my handicappers are. BrandonLang.com, one-day free all-access pass. Get 10 best bets absolutely free. If you sign up right now, you can pick Saturday or Sunday free as well, which will be 150 dimer number five in a row. So let's uh, let's knock on wood. Keep it going. All right, Brandon, good talking, man. Talk to you later, man. See ya. Got it, bud. All right, see ya. Bye-bye. You're listening to Neil Haley's show, and we'll be back in just a moment.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+ plus. terms and conditions apply. See website for details.